It's the Bulls podcast number 57. We've got Bulls versus Pelicans preseason reaction. Our State of the Bulls new season edition. Patrick Williams gets a contract extension and game predictions for the coming week. Hey, Chicago Bulls fans. It's time for your Bulls podcast. Here are your hosts, Marcus Couch and Wise Black. Welcome to the Bulls Podcast, coming to you from BullsPodcast.com. This is where we bring you the latest news, reviews, rants, rumors, and opinions on the players, coaches, and front office of the Chicago Bulls. My name is Marcus Couch, and once again, I welcome my friend on the other end, pulling it off the shelf. He's the definition of Bulls lifer himself, Mr. Wise Black. Yes, sir. What's up to all of my bull lifers, man? It's been a long time, no speak, but hey, I'm here and I'm ready to get down with my man Marcus Couch. It's been a long time coming, man. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. You forgot the hot, you forgot the yos in your intro, even. Oh my God, you're getting so uh, rusty. I mean, you know, it's all, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I definitely didn't have the video. They, they can't see me. They can't see this energy right now. So that's right. I, I'll let them hear it. Let's go. Uh, all right. So we've got several topics, uh, more of why we're back and our new pivot. We've got some preseason stuff. Patrick Williams has got his fourth year option picked up by the Bulls. We've got an early injury bug warning. Our State of the Bulls new season edition and game predictions. Man, we're packing it in on that return. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Bulls fans, remember to follow the show on social media at Bulls Podcast and at BullsPodcast.com. All right, so there are a lot of loyal listeners out there that are still with us after that sudden two-year break that we took from the show. And while I don't want to take a lot of time with it, I do want to thank everybody for sticking with us and those uh, that are absolutely brand new to what Wise and I started way back in August of 2018. Uh, we're kind of in our own preseason and training camp right now with this return. I mean, we even got a late game start, so to speak, today. But this is probably going to be the very last audio-only version of the show that we record. Uh, we're actually going to do things in video from next week on, and I hope that you can join us there as we do the show. Uh, it's not going to be your typical just two camera or, you know, two camera and a guest type of a reaction show that you typically see with like StreamYard or some of those on YouTube. I've literally put the whole summer into getting some cool graphic elements ready and stats and all of that. And we're really excited to bring out the very best for the fellow Bulls fans and Bulls lifers out there. What do you think, Why? Man, I'm pretty sure they're going to love it. I mean... I have a new setup myself with a new like backdrop from in my office and everything with all of my bulls memorabilia and and all of that kind of stuff. So I mean, we 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 man, we put everything together just so we can get hyped for right now and this coming bull season, man. So I mean, I'm more excited than I've pretty much almost ever been. So yeah, yeah. We got a lot of new segments, including like Wise Guys, which is something mm -hmm. that you're going to do every show where you kind of pick the heart, hustle, and muscle guy of the week. You know, yes, your sir. favorite Bulls player. Uh, mm -hmm. We've got, you know, anybody who was a big fan of the game show that we did, we did it with uh, the guys from Ball on Bulls. Uh, we're going to redo that game show, but when we have guests, uh, we'll actually kind of do it on the screen too, so you can play along. And then we've got some really, really cool uh, items that we're going to do in relation to fan interaction, which means um, there may be post games where just out of the blue, we'll say, hey, uh, call, you know, we'll do kind of a call in, but it'll actually be a video in where you can actually be on the show yourself in video. So I love it. Ton of stuff out there that we're going to get going on. Even my dog's excited in the background, as you can hear. <laughs> All right, let's get into the Bulls versus Pelicans first preseason game of the year. After a seemingly endless summer wise without Bulls basketball, the Bulls are finally back into our lives once again. The first preseason game versus the Pelicans featured the return of the slim fast spokesman himself, 
Zion Williamson, much to the hype of just about every NBA announcer and presenter. I don't know about you, man, but after 20 minutes of the Zion jock sniffing by the Stooges on NBA TV, they wise they finally were like, oh, you know what? Um, that Bulls logo that we got on the screen behind us, I, we forgot that Zion's actually playing another team tonight. I, <laughs> dude, I don't know where they get this, but I mean, Vooch outperformed Zion last night, but um, you know, last night the Bulls, as I said, went to Vooch early on and he responded with 15 points, 11 rebounds and four blocks in 23 minutes of play. And I, I feel like all-star Vooch might be making a comeback. You think so? What was your impressions of Vooch last night? Honestly, he was the most impressive bull out there last night. I mean, I, when I saw him get that first block on Zion, I was like, whoa, okay. You know what I mean? But I thought it was kind of lucky a little bit. But when he continued on, you know, that that stellar defensive play that he pretty much showcased every time he was out on the floor last night, I was like, all right, this could be something. I don't know. But it definitely was a shocker to see Vooch get up for the defensive end of the floor last night. And not only that, I mean, he was efficient scoring inside and out as well. He knocked down a couple threes and – he there was a few different instances when he pinned down, I believe it was uh, Jackson Hayes, and he called for the ball and just did a, a left hook and you know yeah. went up on him and just it was it was deuce easy and I'm like what like yo is this the boost that we can expect I mean I know what he was saying during the uh you know the the um the pre games or not the pre games but the post media yeah, uh, media days and everything yeah like he was saying that. He basically did what he said that he was going to do, just uh, get more down low. And I don't know if we can attribute what he was doing before to Billy Donovan or whatnot. I'm not sure because let him tell it when he was in Orlando, this is more so of the player that he was and the style that he chose to play in. So, I mean, if this is the roost that we're going to get, then I'm all smiles. Yeah, I, I think he also realizes he's in a contract extension year. Yeah, uh, where we yes. could be picking him up for years to come, and I, I'll be honest with you, man i I don't object to that. If Vooch is the center of the future, and we get somebody like Drummond who uh, is you know on a player option for two years, actually, so um, I'm not opposed to that. So uh, also in the game, uh, we got our first showing of rookie Dalen Terry, and he showed that uh, he could he could be one of those wise guys. There wise. He uh-huh. showed that he's got some heart and hustle. He made an impressive debut with 11 points, seven rebounds, and two steals. But preseason or not, the rookie displayed solid ball handling, including mm-hmm. running the offense with the third unit, some great passing on top of his defensive energy. And the United Center crowd definitely took notice as Dalen spearheaded a second half run that helped the Bulls erase a 19 point deficit to make mm-hmm. the most meaningless game seem somewhat competitive. What did you think of Dan yeah. Terry last night? So I tweeted that he's going to be a Bulls fan favorite, or he actually already is. And just that one showing last night, I believe he already is a fan favorite because when he's you already look the at- GOAT. He's the <laughs> GOAT already. Okay. He's already the GOAT. Here, move over, Felicio. But no. <laughs> But no, seriously, uh, when you when you watched him out there, man, just the passion that he played with, he was out there talking like you, you could almost hear him from from where we were watching it on TV. And he was sticking defense like those long arms were getting in the passing lanes. He was playing good one on one defense. Like I, I noticed that uh, Devontae Graham was trying to shake him a little bit, but he wasn't going. He got a foul on the play, but nonetheless. He saw him start clapping it up in Graham's face like, I ain't going for none. And that's yeah. exactly what we needed, that grit and that grind. And Dalen Terry, you know who he kind of reminds me of? And and it's somebody who the Chicago Bulls could have had, but Draymond Green. Oh, we're when going I look to at, this? Legit. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's more so just a comparison. Like when yeah. I look, like so so the potential that I believe Tom Thibodeau saw in Draymond Green it wasn't only his you know Swiss Army knife ability yeah. or whatnot but it was also the passion because I believe that that's a skill as well when you got a passion for the game then sky's the limit for you because you're never gonna stop improving 
And that's what I see in Daylon Terry. Like he said, when he was asked at the conference, you know, like he, he didn't necessarily care about, you know, being a rookie and what he was going to do as a rookie. He said he's more so focused on just improving as a player in general. And that's what I love about Daylon Terry. It seems like he doesn't necessarily care who they're going to go up against. All he knows is, is I'm going to get mine and I'm going to, you know, hang my hat on the defensive side of the ball and I'm just going to do whatever I can to help this team win. And that's why I say he's easily a fan favorite already. Yeah. And actually the coach picked up on that too. Billy Donovan said that, uh, you know, a guy that comes in with huge heart and motor, it's easier for them when they have that enthusiasm Mm -hmm. to pick up on other things it's it's easier for a guy that wants to work to improve on his skills and get a lot quicker io DeSumo is this is the perfect example of there that. there you go exactly uh, and, and not to mention not to mention the fact like you said earlier how it was pretty much a meaningless game right it's a preseason game but dalen terry got the madhouse on madison jumping Pretty much by himself, playing against the third streamers and all. Dale and Terry got everybody in the house hyped. And yeah. that's that's exactly what we need because, yeah, while we do have, you know, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, who, you know, they'll do those spectacular, like, finesse moves that'll get the crowd going by scoring buckets. Dalen is going to get the crowd going with his energy. And we needed that as well. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, also in the game, Dragic and Drummond, our new guys, were really fun to watch in a Bulls uniform. I thought Dragic showed some pretty savvy veteran moves, and that's a Did you? great preview, man, of things to come. <laughs> okay. You don't think uh, so? No. <laughs> what do you, you I'm sorry. Me, we're, we're, what do you got? Watching? Hey, I was man, watching listen. the game. Uh, Dragic did a couple great moves, man. He, he pulled a couple tricks out. He didn't do the best, but okay. Know. Well, may, maybe maybe it's my fault for being a little in and out. But I know the the first and I tweeted this: the first four minutes of the game that Dragic was in, the dude came in and got three turnovers instantly. Not to mention that layup that he missed, wide open. Now, thankfully, Drummond came in and he cleaned it up with the offensive board. But Dragic missed on. a wide open layup. Like, Drummond also I got mean, dunked on. Come on. I mean, everybody gets dunked <laughs> on, man. I mean, that, that still pales in comparison to what Dragic did. Now, you say he flashed a few veterans. I said it was moves. fun sure. to watch. I, I, I said fun to watch. <laughs> if, if, if if you think missing wide open layups is fun to watch, I mean, I, mm. <laughs> I mean, hey, oh and my he God. threw a few of he do consecutive turnovers back to back. Where the Pelicans scored on each of them as well. I mean, yeah, that 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 was that was pretty bad. But I mean, listen, he he played in Euro ball. I mean, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Like you say, I know he's a veteran. He is savvy. He's a high IQ player. But eh, he 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 definitely needs to iron out those wrinkles, man. Because that that wasn't too pretty. That he didn't yeah. play a good game, if you ask me. All right. Well, we'll give him a, a a mulligan on this one, and we'll let him try again next game. Right, who do we play next? I think it's the uh, Toronto or somebody. I, I for, uh, we'll we'll go over that in a minute. But anyway, uh, in the game, uh, the injury bug did hit the Bulls. Kobe White has a high thigh contusion. Uh, I was teasing last night. I think that means he got kneed in the balls or something. But. Um, mm-hmm. The <laughs> um the fourth year guard Kobe White underwent a precautionary MRI today after leaving Tuesday's preseason opener, and Billy Donovan told, "Oh, they say a knee contusion, so it's changed." And Billy Donovan uh, said that to the reporters after Wednesday afternoon's practice. Uh, the Bulls medical staff, he says, told him that they wanted to take him. Uh, just kind of standard procedure when somebody has something like that to take him over to get an MRI and to make sure everything's okay. Uh, Kobe said he wanted to go back and play last night, but uh, those kind of things they worry about that muscles aren't firing correctly and plants go the wrong way. And then you really end up, end up injuring yourself. So they took him in there today to check him out uh, in yesterday's game. He played two minutes, 50 seconds of the first quarter. And didn't really do much. Um, they announced the injury at halftime and listed him as questionable. He came out under the court. 
uh, with a sleeve on his left leg and did a couple warm-ups, but they never put him back into the game. So uh, hopefully uh, this does not sideline Kobe White too long. Uh, he's just, you know, <laughs> one of the one of the guys that we got that can run the point uh, or be a shooting guard with Dragic, Caruso, and Io uh, to slide in and out. So with the ball already gone for the year, Ooh, or not the year, curse me for saying that, knock on wood. Um, but well, yeah, this uh, 2022, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, won't be technically, back the, so you're right, technically the calendar year, but you know, hopefully something happens quicker. Um, but hopefully he'll be fine. Um, it's, it's something that we really can't afford, especially because Kobe's, uh, quite frankly, um, you know, kind of the, the bread in any trade deal that we might want to do this year. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he is. Um, and not only that, man, but it, it's hopefully this isn't something serious. Uh, cause this is like you said, um, or I'm not sure if you said, but it's a contract year for Kobe as well. So you know that he's out there. He and that's the reason why I'm sure he wanted to come back. He probably he he potentially could have a, a, a injury that is something real. But he's like, nah, man, I got to get out there and showcase what I can do. Really, you and, think he's going for the contract and get in preseason game one? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show but, him. Yeah, okay, fair I'm gonna enough, get out enough. there and show fair. him what I got. I mean, but uh, he wanted to get back <laughs> out there on the floor, though, right? So I'm saying he. At least he 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 is like yo I'm I'm a tough guy you know what I'm saying I I can play through whatever this little knickknack is so I mean nonetheless Kobe White still has a lot to prove a whole heck of a lot to prove this year and starting off in the first quarter where he pretty much was non-existent I almost forgot he was on the floor and fair enough I mean he was only out there a few minutes a few minutes before anything happened to him but nonetheless. This is, like I said, a contract year for Kobe White. So he has to make his presence felt on the floor. Kobe White has to find a niche because if he continues to, you know, just uh, be a guy who comes in, you know, he gets up for defense when he wants to seemingly, but is is, is very few and far in between. And a guy who is a streaky shooter it's not going to bode well for him. He could possibly wind up being a journeyman in the NBA. But I guarantee you, if Kobe White carves out a real role on this team, such as just focusing mainly on shooting, 3 and D. 3 and D, yeah. that's his bread and butter. Because, you know, he, he was the seventh round pick. So I'm sure he has his pride and he wants to showcase how he can be an all-around player or whatnot. But I mean, sometimes you just gotta say it is what it is, man, and find find your find your niche. That's what yeah. Kobe White has to do. And if he does that, I believe that like so if Kobe White can find a way to at least knock down thirty-eight percent of his threes this year and be at least serviceable on the defensive end, he'll find him a contract and potentially with this team, highly yeah. potentially, because we yeah. need three point shooting. I wouldn't get mad at that if it was reasonable within the cap and still oh, allowed us to get somebody within a decent free agency range. And heck, that might be point guard because uh, we're going to pivot here and talk about Lonzo Ball. Uh, he just had his surgery after his full eight-month rehab of his last surgery. Um, this is a potential you know, player rotational gap position that, uh, you know, Dragic was brought in to help offset that load. And uh, Io is obviously more than capable of growing into that starter role until Lonzo gets back. But man, my question is why didn't the bulls pull the trigger on this surgery thing much, much sooner in the summer to make sure that he was ready for at least maybe the season opener. Um, is this the first crack in the wisdom of AK and Mark Eversley? I mean, this feels to me, doesn't it feel to you like this Derek Rose thing all over again, like maybe not the first one, but the second time he got injured. Just the ownership or somebody really Ah. handling this weird. It's just poorly handled, barely communicated, and it just kind of leaves this whole rebuild mentality that we have. I I feel like we're in my back in Nate Robinson days here again, where we're just getting Ah. guys to patch holes of starters that fall. Man, the pinch mob. 
man, that that, that was uh, it, it was pretty bleach, bleak, bleach. It was pretty bleak <laughs> of a time during the bench mob days, but man, that was definitely fun with Nate Robinson. But no, anyway, um, to get to Lonzo Ball, man, um, right? You say why didn't they handle it earlier? I think see that that's kind of the issue with it maybe being a players league and I'm all the way 110% pro player. But when it comes to certain things, i.e. LeBron James, allowing him to be GM LeBron, it does not bode well for the team always. Because when I listen to uh, uh, our, our tourists, when uh, the reporters asked him that very same question, you know, he basically said that he was that they were basically you know allowing Lonzo Ball to try and you know rehab it so he That's was what I'm saying therapy Dude. and everything and he didn't he didn't want want to have invasive surgery you know so I mean I guess they were trying to allow the player to you know control his future a little bit in that way they were listening to the player and that that was the issue yeah Lonzo Ball's agent Reggie Rose said uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Rose, really? <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. I mean, why are we letting them? You're paying him what? How much is he getting paid? Yeah, eighty-five million, man. Come yeah. on, over four years. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. but that—that's—that's that's the thing, though. That see, and that's the difference between the NBA and the NFL. Had it been the NFL, they would have told him like, uh, "No, dude, uh, you need to get the surgery." They'd have you know, shot him like, up on the sidelines after. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they would have got him that procedure probably a week after he went down. And yeah. also, Lonzo Ball is dealing with the same injury that uh, Kendrick Nunn has, right? where that left him out pretty much an entire year. And he's still not – well, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I believe he's still not cleared to come back for basketball activities over in L.A. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty scary, man, uh, when you think about it. But we just got to hope for the best. All right. Well, hey, for the record, uh, I had my leg broken and cracked in half and uh, put a steel rod in and I was uh, playing basketball again in a month and a half. So that let right? that be a lesson. Not not for okay. the Bulls, obviously, but still, <laughs> um, you know, I think it be, could be quicker. So uh, we'll we'll continue to monitor and probably criticize that situation as it goes on. Uh, today, we got some news that the Bulls extended Patrick Williams contract to a fourth year. Uh, they've extended his 2023-2024 team option, which means his fourth year is now guaranteed at $9.8 million. In the preseason opener, Patrick played 17 minutes. He got five points on two for seven shooting five rebounds and most of the time was overmatched by the defensive end by Zion Williamson, who scored 13 points on four of six shooting to me. Uh, P will has got to be the most favored and coddled bulls player I've ever seen in my 40 years of being a bulls fan. I mean, even in the opener, mm. he looked just the same timid, afraid, unable to live up to the potential that bulls fans have relied on. And frankly, we want him to take, take us to the next level. He's a number four pick. He seems to be, to me, the invisible man most of the time. He's on the floor. Um, he's mm. Now in year three, we're still talking about this potential thing, air quotes. Um, we covet him like he's Kawhi Leonard, and I just keep wondering when that version of him is even going to start to appear. Am I too hard on him? Um. So I guess I would say I would push back a little bit as far as the timidity, at least early on, like in the first quarter. I did. That's pretty much where most of his shots came in the first quarter. He tailed off later on um, and, and he, you know, just reverted back to his normal passive self, just relying on, um, you know, the veterans on the team and DeMar, Zach, Vooch. But early on in that first quarter, if you notice, he was getting the ball off the glass and starting the break. Uh, there was a few drives where he, you know, caught the ball and just put it on the floor, got right to the rim and either, you know, tried to attempt a layup or a mid-range jump shot. Um, but I do agree with the point of him being a very coddled 
Bulls player or the most coddled in Bulls history. I, I agree with that. And that's obviously because of who he is to our tours and, and Eversley, right? I mean, yeah, he's their first, he's their first project, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're being lenient on him, but Hey man, it, it is what it is. There's no uh, leniency when it comes to uh, the NBA and you having to produce on the floor. I mean, we can't teach a guy, especially given the fact that he's a fourth round pick, man. I mean, or fourth, fourth pick in, in the draft. I mean, Come on, dude. When when I look at and I mean, I know it's not necessarily fair to always compare players because a lot of things go into it in terms of mentality or whatnot. But that's an area where I feel like uh, uh, Acme, they should have put more emphasis on his attitude, like how they did. They did the total opposite with Dale and Terry in comparison right. to, you know, Patrick Williams. Because Daylon Terry has all of the intangibles, right? And when it comes to Patrick Williams, it's the opposite. He has all of the tangibles, like all of the physical tools, but he doesn't have the mentality. And you have to, like, 80% of the game is mental. And that's what Patrick Williams is lacking. So, I mean, them even extending him for that fourth year, I mean, why? (laughs) <laughs> they should have had him prove. Honestly, they they should have had him prove it because, I mean, uh, guaranteeing him money for doing what exactly? Granted, his rookie season, you know, he was or no. Granted, he missed his second year, but I would say his rookie season, uh, it it was it was a down year. It it pretty much sucked. He was an Iron Man. He was available pretty much the entire year. I believe he played close to eighty two games. But didn't he have a shoulder time, injury though? His rookie no, year, did, no. Or if, if he did, it was very insignificant because Patrick Williams played like seventy-eight games. He played seventy-eight games, and if it was a, a real injury, he wouldn't have been out there. So I guess my my point is is when I look at players like Scotty Barnes, I mean, like he, he can't keep getting those excuses because a guy like Scotty Barnes. He was a rookie last year, and you see what he did out there. He was playing with all-stars and Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam. He still got his. He still ate. He made his presence felt on both ends of the floor in any way he could. So the fact that Patrick Williams is a, a, a guy who can't necessarily, you know, just do whatever he can to make another team feel his effectiveness. I mean, that that says a lot to me. And I don't know, I, it's not looking too good. And I don't want to be too hard on him too early, but I do. Man, it, it's crunch <laughs> time. I, I'm saying, I like, hopefully, he showed me a little bit in that first quarter. He did. He tried. But again, it waned. And that's the problem. Okay. So what's the, what's the, here's what, here's the other option. P. Will sits on the bench. Drummond takes the five, and Vooch moves over to the four. No, 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 no. What? (laughs) Listen, we got our first controversy (laughs) of the show here. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely don't agree with that one, man. All right, now let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Like you said, it's preseason. It's preseason, and while yes, Vooch looked like. I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon out there almost yesterday. <laughs> I mean, him and Drummond playing in, on on the floor together, they're going to get ran off the court. They're not too if Vooch slow. Is on the, not if Vooch is on the on the perimeter. But like he said, he's not going to be on the perimeter as yeah, much. Yeah, you're right. Year. He he doesn't okay. want to be, and and that and I agree, he shouldn't be. So nah, definitely not, man. No, no. no. All right. Well, as we go along, I'm going to track that lineup versus the starting lineup with P. Will in it and see what the efficiency is. That's some of the stuff we got coming on video. Track it. Track it. All right. All right. Okay. We're going to take our first break of the show. And when we come back, we are going to talk our state of the Bulls and give our game predictions for the coming week. I don't know how long it will take before he can actually start the rehab process i don't know what that looks like is that like hey he's off his his legs for two weeks three weeks is he off 10 days i don't know what that is um i'll probably find out more like i said the surgery was like late morning i think la time 
by the time we got out of practice, I spoke with them this morning and uh, a little bit uh, yesterday afternoon just to say that uh, it went well. All right, let's talk State of the Bulls, the new season edition on the Bulls podcast. And as we embark on a brand new Bulls season in 2022, Bulls fans have high expectations for the upcoming season. The Bulls injury bug hit hard, resulting in a quick first round playoff defeat. But realistically speaking, without DeMar DeRozan winning six games for the Bulls in the last waning moments, the Bulls probably would not have even made the play in. I mean, if you took six games off of our record, we're nobody. COVID hit almost everyone on the team. Zach and Lonzo had knee issues, surgeries, and all of that. And while we recovered over the summer, other teams in the Eastern Conference executed blockbuster trades and upgrades up and down their roster. The Bulls got Drummond, Dragic, and Dalen Terry. So my question is, do we have enough to compete in the East? Do we even have enough to make the playoffs again this year? Wise, what do you think? Oh, yeah, this is definitely a very controversial topic because uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's it's really hard to say, man. Looking at what, as you said, what other teams in the East did, uh, you got the Cleveland Cavaliers, you have yep. the Atlanta Boston. Hawks and what they did. Yes, Boston, they suited up, although they have a little, you know, some some issues of their own going on right now, but I still don't think that that's going to stagnate. Yeah, that ain't going to affect the um, team. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and I even look at, you know, some of the more uh, younger, intriguing teams like the Detroit Pistons. Now, while I don't expect them to be better than the Bulls. I just feel like it's not going to be one of those games where, you know, you can just sleep. You know, you, you yeah. can't just sleep on on the, on Detroit come next year, come this season, because I think they're one of those teams that will bite you if you're slipping. So, um, man, man, it, it's, it's <laughs> state of the Bulls. Okay. Yeah, me, but, myself. But see, yeah, go for it. Pretty grim, if you ask me. Like, And I don't, I don't mean to be too Debbie Downer, but I guess – all of it is contingent on Lonzo Ball. And looking at how much he meant to us last season, it's, it's, it's just glaring of it's just glaring how much we need him right now. And if he's not gonna be back until January, I'm pretty shaky about our chances at man, our, our record even being five hundred come the time that uh Lonzo Ball is supposed to be back. And the reason I say this is because we play a lot of the better teams in the league coming up like early on in the schedule. And it was completely different last year. Last year we had, you know, before the all-star break, we were playing a lot of the bum teams in the league, you know? So uh, it's, it's, (laughs) it's not looking too good for me, man. I I really think that after looking at yesterday's game and fair enough, it was a preseason game. But just looking at how stagnant the offense, the offense was, they had no ball movement. Uh, I'm looking at Andre Drummond try to dribble down the down the court and turn the <laughs> ball over. That told me that we had no real ball handlers outside of a guy like DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Zach Levine, if you ask me, he's a little bit shaky when it comes to ball handling. And I don't necessarily mean, you know, like his his handles per se, but I mean, uh, actually getting the offense involved, not turning the ball over, you know, getting his whole team involved and being able to orchestrate the offense. We don't have anybody to do that outside of DeMar DeRozan right now. And Ayo DeSumo, while, yes, in spurts, in, in spots, he did look pretty decent. He looked poised, comfortable out there. But you can still tell that he he still has a little bit of work to do because he was allowing – or maybe it's just their offense, how it's structured right now, because a lot of times he would give the ball to DeMar and run to the corner, you know, just do spot ups or what or whatnot. So but anyway, that that's another thing. No ball handling and no ball movement. Uh the defense, oh my God. The perimeter <laughs> defense, the Standing inside around. defense. Uh, uh, help defense, all of it was non-existent. I didn't see any true defender out there outside of Dalen Terry yesterday. And, of course, you know, the lightning in, in the bottle with Vooch. I mean, 
I, I, I got to I got to continue to see it to believe it with Vooch. That that's all. I mean, hopefully, I he so obviously he does have the ability, but I just want to give it a, at least a month in before I say Vooch is a good defender. So that's another thing. Uh, the fact that the team only shot twenty seven threes, they only put up. 27 three-point shots that was our average last year where we were ranked 30th in the league so that goes to show you that obviously we still have not corrected that as well I mean the 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 size factor nobody could handle Zion out there granted not many people can but still Patrick Williams as our four out there I mean he wasn't necessarily showing me how strong he was and 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 uh even given the fact that you know he's six foot seven he still looks a little bit small out there our only two bigs are Vooch and and Drummond and I mean we just still look like a very small team compared to most other teams in the league and lastly I mean looking at how Drogic looked I mean (laughs) you say that you look good okay I can't. No, I, I can't. All right, buy we're pausing that till next game. We're pausing that conversation <laughs> till next game. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so let me let me to tell you this. It. Okay. To wrap it. Okay, wrap it. Wrap it up. Come on. My state is dim. I'm very dim right now. Dim. So oh. yes. All right. So they call him the paw, but it does no good when you got your paws in your pocket. And that's what happened last night. <laughs> Bro, you got a wingspan and huge hands. Get them up in the air when you're in the paint. Deflect a pass. You know, get do something. That He had his hands to his side. All game. Nothing. Just like uh, out in front like he was running drills, picking up erasers in the gym or something. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you. I so, mean, he wasn't, he wasn't the only one. I mean. No, I get yeah, it. I mean, but- but Zach was Zach. Demar was Demar. I mean, nobody, nobody outside of Bush and Daylon Terry played defense yesterday. I mean, no, no slight against Io. He did what he could, and and you know, as a matter of fact, he was another light spot. Io looked good as well. You know, yeah, fairly good. I think he but, came in third behind Bush and, and Terry. You know, it could be the lack of defense. Could be just guys going, man. I'm not going to swipe at a ball and break my finger on them. First preseason game, no way. Dislocate my thumb. So. All right. Well, <laughs> I got no. Ex- <laughs> I got no other excuse for him. <laughs> I got nothing, dude. There is no excuse. I mean, yeah. the, the team just does not have good defensive players right now. I mean, I if mean, you went by yesterday's game, Malcolm Hill is our new goat, right? <laughs> okay. And we got. And we got. I forgot to okay, mention. So wait. All- I forget to mention almost Antacumpas. Antacumpas. Oh, man. Man, he's so disappointing. He's so disappointing. I should have said almost us instead of Costas. Yeah. Almost? Yeah. (laughs) That's his new name. (laughs) Oh, man. That's messed up. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get it. All right, so let's go into our new uh, predictions for games coming up this week. Friday, we've got the Wendell Carter uh, preseason revenge game coming up. Bulls versus Orlando Magic. Well, what do you think is going to happen on Friday, the 7th versus Orlando? Uh, I really like how Orlando is looking so far. I mean, just in terms of on paper, I, I like a lot of their uh, their young talent. Um, but I think that the Bulls would get them with the the veteran presence. But I mean, you know, looking at Franz Wagner, uh, you know, of course, the uh, former Bull Wendell Carter Jr. Um, what what's the guy's name that they just picked up this year? I, I can't believe it leaves me. But uh, they, they're rookie. They just drafted him number one overall. But uh, I'm I'm really excited to see him play. So um, I mean. I really like Orlando, and they're just going to be one of those fun teams to watch. But I think the Bulls are going to get them. So you're talking about uh, Paulo Banchero? Yes, I was about to call from him Coelho, Duke, but yeah, from Duke. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I could be wrong. So that's six. He's six ten center. Uh, wow, Wendell Carter Jr. is about to get pushed out. My man, he no, he's a six ten small forward. 
Yeah, Luke well. plays the three, and he has handles. He has handles. He can shoot. Like, did you see him in um the summer league? No, I didn't like, watch any of it. Yeah, man, you, you definitely should have caught him. Him, Chet. I mean, those guys were balling. That's why I was actually really uh, excited to see Chet Holmgren, Holmgren play as well. But you know, he injured his toe in the Drew League against LeBron. So, but no, nah, hmm. that dude, he 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 has some promise. He looks good, man. All right, I stand corrected. I didn't see any summer league. I uh I got sick of YouTube TV and I just revolted over the summer. So, all right, we've got Sunday, October 9th, Bulls at Raptors. That'll be the Demar revenge game. Uh, mm. I'm saying we're going to win that one. I think so. Van Vliet's not going to be uh 100%. I don't think for that game. So we'll we'll see. And and that'll be game three of the preseason. So you should probably start to see starters minutes in those games yeah um scotty barnes that's all i got to say man scotty right. barnes i i love that dude i love he's that a dude giant right killer now. huh like hey i i just i just love his tenacity i love his all-around game man like he he is a baller he is who i wish patrick williams was honestly but uh <laughs> i i got the raptors in this one I, all I right all right. Oh, who'd you have for Orlando? I forgot. We got the Bulls. Bulls. All right. And you're going to go L for the Raptors. All right. Mm-hmm. Then we've got uh, Tuesday, the 11th, Bulls versus Bucks back in the United Center for the final preseason game of the year. Uh, I I think uh, almost, almost us, Antetokounmpo's, uh, Antetokounmpo. <laughs> My wife is going to kill me. She's Greek and I'm butchering this name <laughs> um <laughs> uh i'm saying an, uh, a severe l the reason why i'll go the opposite way oh is because i don't think they're gonna be playing i don't think Giannis or any of their starters will be will be playing in the fourth quarter uh so i i mean i and i think uh billy probably will as they said try and uh gain some continuity because of yeah. that, I think that the the Bulls starters will probably play more minutes than Milwaukee, so I could see the Bulls winning. Yeah, and I think that's when they're going to start making cuts too of guys uh, mm-hmm. right then. So they'll trim the roster to fifteen. So um, Giannis can pretty much just have his brother stay at his house after that game because <laughs> uh, he'll be off the team. <laughs> so that'll save us one bus seat on the ride back. Um, yeah, so, okay, so wrapping it up, uh, Friday the 7th, uh, Wise and I are both in agreement that we will win the ninth. I think the Bulls will beat the Raptors. Wise disagrees and predicts a loss. The 11th, Bulls versus Bucks. I think they're going to get killed, whereas Wise thinks uh, maybe Malcolm Hill is going to come out of the woodwork and give us the dub. So we will see and we'll review that uh, next week. And by the way, we're also going to keep a running score this season to see which one of us is the um, the Nostradamus of Bulls wins. Who's going to have the better score by the end of the year? Uh, we got to bet on this. We got some. We got Let's any, do it. Let's do got it. Got any wagers? What, what's the what's uh, what do you got? What, what's going on? Well, what are we, uh, what are we betting? Doesn't have to be I, money. I, I don't I don't like Mountain Dew like Skip, mm. uh, but I do like Mountain Waters, mm. like uh, 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 not Mountain Waters, uh, not the Mountain Waters, the uh, Vitamin Waters. So okay. yeah, I'll bet I'll bet a case of those, a six pack of uh, Vitamin Water. All right, all right. Um, I don't know what to put up yet, but I'll 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 meet <laughs> you uh, somewhere along the season with something cool. Okay. For sure. Like uh, Bulls merch or something like that. So, oh, yeah, hey, I'll if, throw if a hat in there. In, I mean, what? Up, I, let me step up my game then. I mean, okay, okay. I don't mean to, sh- you know, shine yeah, you. Just shun me. But it's all good. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll figure something out. You talking yeah. about Bulls merch? I'm talking about water. <laughs> all good though. Let's do it. Hey man, the price of inflation these days, it might be an even even better by the That's time true. the season's done. Man, <laughs> man, inflation is killing me, man. I, I my grocery bill is astronomical in comparison to last year. It, yeah. it, it, it's it's messed up. Yeah, well, live in California where That's there's seven dollar gas. You, 
Oh yeah, nah. nah yeah, yeah. Seven oh nine. I paid there, yesterday. Man. That is ridiculous. Isn't that something? Man, we All were right. we were complaining about five dollars per gallon. Now here yeah, you talk about seven. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, that is ridiculous. Yeah. All right, so we got some uh, Bulls podcast housekeeping here. And before we close things out, we are actually looking for some folks to help contribute to the show if you want to be a part of it. Uh, Some of the things are like chat moderator when we do live streams, people that want to submit fan artwork. Uh, We're going to have a place for that kind of thing. Um, Video editors, if you want to edit together some shorts or something like that of the show that we do. Anything like that. Anybody that wants to get their talent shown off, uh, get involved in the production. Uh, I will tell you that the Bulls podcast is in uh, IMDb. So you will get official credits of being on the show and being part of each episode. So whether that be uh, editing or artists or uh, anybody that helps out with chat, uh, those are, to me, producers, and you'll get producer credit. So uh, if you want to get involved, I will have a form uh, ready on the website next week. But in the meantime, if you hear this and you want to get involved, reach out to any of us, either Wise or myself, via social uh, with a quick DM, and we'll get you involved in the fold. Um, I will be reaching out to a lot of people with podcasts, YouTube channels to get them on as guests throughout the season. So we're really looking forward to welcoming both old friends and new faces to the show. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Pat, the designer over at the Windy City Breeze uh, for the past couple of seasons. He's been doing live calls and um, doing a lot of really great play by play stuff while the games are going on. Um, I actually mute the real game and put Pat's live call on because it's just so much more fun. Um and Pat's been a pretty good friend to me in terms of uh, just kind of talking on Twitter back channels and things about getting the show started up again and some of the things that we need to do with YouTube and all of that. So uh, shout out to Pat. I'm really, really happy to be his friend. And actually, wise uh, Pat's sidekick, uh, P. Kid is going to be on the show second week of the season. I've already booked him as a guest. So that's going to be cool. Oh. Um, fans that are interested, we are going to have a discord server so that you can actually talk to wise and us all the time in our back channel. We'll be talking about that next week. I'm also th- happy to put that out to fans. If you think that you'd participate on a regular basis in our private community, we're also planning on hosting some, as I said, some post game call-in shows and even do video. Um, we may use the discord as kind of the place that we post the link. So, uh, you might want to think about that if you're into Discord and really want to be a part of the show. We're probably going to keep that stuff relatively private uh, so we don't have, you know, just random people popping into our stream and uh, call-ins and things like that and video. So we're going to have to really watch that because we're trying to keep this a family show and all. But um, we are really pivoting and scaling the show about tenfold. Uh, just to give you an example, I have a a computer that does nothing except scrape bull stats for me so that I can show them onto the video version of the show in real time. As we talk about different players, uh, we've got really a lot of fun stuff coming up in video. So uh, starting next week, it's, it's really going to accelerate. Um, we've been away for a while, so we really want to thank you and uh, all the help and everything that has happened uh, over the last couple of years and the people that have actually bugged me seeing the social posts in the last couple of days that we've been doing about the games and such. A lot of people have been saying, Oh, I really hope you have the podcast someday again. And I'm like, uh, dude, mm-hmm. we're, we're recording tomorrow. Lucky you. So thanks to all those fans out there, new, old, anybody who's catching up uh, with us on the very first time. We really thank you for listening. And uh, wise, um, what's your reactions and such on, our new format that we're going to be doing going forward. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I am highly excited, especially for, uh, you know, just bringing in more Bulls fans, such like ourselves, you know, uh, being able to be on, you know, live video and everything like that. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely going to bring more excitement to the show. And um, I can't wait to, you know, bring on other guests as well. I love to talk Bulls with, pretty much anybody, you know, fans, other, you know, personalities, and it really doesn't matter. I'm just uh, psyched about 
this upcoming season and really just psyched about the Bulls podcast future, you know. So um, I'm ready. Let's go Bulls. All right. So let's close it out here. Uh, Wise, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Radical underscore creator. That is on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you can even uh, get up with me on Facebook as well at uh, Wise Black. Nice. And don't forget your YouTube channel too, youtube.com slash wise black. I know you're putting out some bulls content there as well as uh, some lifestyle stuff. Yeah. And you you can find me on Twitter at Marcus couch. Instagram is at Marcus couch though. I don't really post much there, but follow at bulls podcast everywhere. That's where we're at on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, We are also there at, uh, what am I missing? Twitter, and TikTok. What am I going to do with our twi- TikTok? Wise, I don't know what we're going to put on there. You know, I've never even started a TikTok yet, so I'm not even uh, sure how it works, dude. All right. Well, like, legit, legit. But tell me really quickly, like, is you like it? You do I like TikTok? You like it? Yeah. Uh, their algorithm is good because it's like really once once you like once you. Like I watched uh, barbecue videos and stuff, you know, and mm. they know what I like. They give it to me, so yeah, it uh, I get like nothing YouTube. but barbecue. Yeah, it is, yeah. but it's but it's just swipe. It's and and it, it starts up right away. It's just, there's no, you know, it's like black porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should probably end on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I knew I'd get you. Anyway. Um, all right. We'll take that. I Oh, man. Dude, I, 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 I was sitting here thinking of of uh, this cool quote that I that I saw the other day. <laughs> you just threw off my whole mood. You yeah, just like, you whole went on, like you never went on Pornhub. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, Let me do that again. No, Until next. Keep that. <laughs> that shit. Keep that shit. What? Uh, part, part of my language. Please bleep, bleep that out. But keep that. All right. It's staying. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, find us at Bulls Podcast. Wise closing thoughts. So I saw this quote the other day that really resonated with me. So I'm just going to give it to you all right here, really quickly. And it is quote. If you're afraid to fail, you probably will. And that is from the late, great Kobe Bryant. Thank you. You leave me on a downer like that? <laughs> it's supposed to be inspirational, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go Bulls. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is a train Good night, Chicago. Good night. Hey, Bulls fans. This is your Bulls championship announcer, Ray Clay, saying so long, everybody. Go Bulls.